The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. It's brought down with Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonnefeld. Rabbi Yosef Chaim, in Europe, before he came to Yerushalayim, he was a Shiva Bacher in the Preshburg Yeshiva in Hungary. And there was a lady, a respectable lady, who for years had a mimic to come to the yeshiva from time to time and drop off a respectable donation. And she made a stipulation that she wants that they should say Kaddish, and a special Kaddish should be said for those Nishamis who don't have anybody to say Kaddish for them. No, the yeshiva accepted it, and the yeshiva put in charge a special bocher to save a Kaddish for the benefit of those Nishamas. Eventually, the lady's husband died, and he ran a hush of a business with her, and his death affected the business, and the business went down and down and down until it was forced to close. No, her financial situation was very poor, and another difficulty she had, two, two of her daughters came of marriageable age, and she had no money from which to marry them off. The lady suffered in silence. She was macabre upon herself, the Din Shemayim. But one thing she could not forego on. One thing she could not give up. What was that? Her mimic to arrange a Kaddish for Nishamis who didn't have somebody to say Kaddish for them. And it caused them tremendous pain. It caused her tremendous pain. But she couldn't afford it. And she didn't want the Kaddish to stop. Because of this reason, because she lost money. So in her bitterness, she came up to the yeshiva. And she went to the office. She asked to speak to someone in charge. And she told him about her situation and she pleaded that could they still arrange to continue the Kaddish for those Nishamas who didn't have anybody to say Kaddish for them. Until Amit Hashem, Hashem will restore her financially and she will go back to supporting the yeshiva the way she used to. No, the Rosh Yeshiva heard this request and with great emotion they promised her that they would fulfill her request. Nope. When she left the yeshiva, she walked out of the building, she sees a man with a beautiful hadris upon him, with a white beard, an older gentleman, and he looked extremely white-faced, and he passed her and he said, Sholem to her, which was in itself unusual. The lady was surprised to get such a nice Sholem Aleichem from this respectable-looking Jew, and she didn't know him at all. She was even more surprised when the old man walked right up to her and he began to engage her in conversation. And he said, tell me about what's going on in your life. Now she was shocked. She let out a groan and she told her, told this man about her position that she used to hold with her husband and how now she's in a very bad, low place she doesn't have, push it, the basic needs that she needs 
to even marry off for your daughters. So the man asked her, what's the amount that you think you need? So the lady said, a number. So the man pulled out a piece of paper from his pocket and took a pen and he wrote on the piece of paper to whom this may concern, the holder of this paper should be given X amount of money. Told the lady to take this money to go into the following bank, bring it to the people in the bank, and, but then he said, if I sign this paper, who knows if I signed it or not? Who's going to know if I signed it? So he said, we have to have witnesses. So they looked around, and there were two Bachram walking there. And they invited the two Bachram to come watch this man signed the signature, and then he signed his signature again on another piece of paper to be able to make him the signature. One turned out to be the future Satmarov, and one turned out to be Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonifold. The Rav Yerushalayim. No. So the Bachram signed this and gave the lady the paper, Shalom Yisrael. The next day, the lady went to the bank. She went to the man in the bank, and she said, I have a check here, a piece of paper, and I want you to honor it. The guy looks at it, looks at her. He looks at it, looks at her. And he was very surprised. So he took the lady into a side room, to wait over here. And he walked out and he brought it to the, the chief head of the bank. And the guy takes a look at it and he goes faint and he falls off his chair on the floor. No, it became a big tumult in the bank. And all the officers came running to see what's going on. And they made a shamer go watch that door where the lady is, it shouldn't escape. They were chash, they were chashish that there's some kind of geneva going on. They wanted to make sure to get to the bottom of it. No, after the spirit of the head of the bank was restored, he said he wants to see the lady who brought this paper in. So he brought her, and the, the, the head of the bank asked her, how did you get this paper? He said, an old man gave it to me. So he said, yesterday I was in the street, and an old man came over to me, and he gave it to me. And then he, two Bachan were witnesses to the signature. So the menial told somebody in the bank, go bring from my wall, my office, the picture of my father. He went, and they brought the picture to the lady, and they asked her, do you ever see this man? And the lady got excited, and she said, yeah, 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 that's the man. That was the man who yesterday gave me the check. So the bank manager said, pay her all the money that it says over here. After she went, the bank manager said to all the people who were there, let me explain you what happened. To the man that gave the lady the check was none other than my father, who died 10 years ago. Last night, my father came to me in a dream, and he said to me, you should know, my son, that from when you went off the Dera Hayosha, you went OTD, and you got married to this Shiksa lady, you should know you never you stopped saying the Kaddish for me, and you forgot about me. And because you didn't say Kaddish to me, it was a very great disappointment. But my schus was that this lady arranged with the yeshiva, that somebody should say the Kaddish for me if he didn't have somebody to say a Kaddish for them. And 
she arranged for that Kaddish. And she helped my neshama be elevated. This lady is going to come to you tomorrow and make sure you give her all the money that's written in that paper. I woke up in the morning and I told my wife, the Goyesha wife, about it. And she made light of it and told her you probably suffering from sleep apnea or something. And I'll have to get you a test with a psychiatrist. He went to work and then this came out. So Yosef Chaim Zonnefeld concluded by saying, the two Bachar who signed that, one was myself, and one was Rabbi Yehuda Grunwald, who became the Rav of Satra. And that man then became a Balchuva. His wife converted Kedin, and they raised a from family. Surprising, but I say this. A person has to know, it was once a story, of a fry of mensch, person who knew nothing about Yiddishkeit, who was at a seance. And at this seance, they were speaking with Nishamas. So this guy was an officer in the Israeli army, and he walks into a room, and a group of Hevra, not from Hevra, making a seance and calling to Nishamas. So he said, I walked in, I said, Hevra, how come you're not sleeping? He walked in, he said, and I said to them, what are you doing? I went over to the table to flip the table. And I said, don't, 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 don't do that. He said, we're in the middle of the sand. He said, what's that? He said, we're talking to the Shamas. He said, I was afraid. I didn't know what they're talking about. I said, yeah, right. So he said, I mean, we are. Tell me, is there anybody in your life that you were very close to and died and you'd like to talk to? So I told him the name of my best friend. And a few minutes later, he told me, your friend's Nisham is present. He said, how am I supposed to know that? He said, ask him a question that only you and him know. So I began to ask questions to him. What did he do in this and this time, this and this place, that no one knew except me and him? And then the Shama gave the answer. And it blew me away. And he asked the Shama, where are you? And the guy running the seance said, he means, are you in Gehenom or in Gan Eden? And the guy answered, I'm in neither. He said, where are you? He said, I'm in Kaf HaKela. I'm getting the slingshot treatment. Very frightening treatment that a person gets. And he said, why are you there? And the guy started giving a whole list of Averis that he did. He said, I had done the same Averis with him, a lot of them. But we then then asked him, is there anything we can do for you? And he said, yes. He said, say Kaddish for me. Please say Kaddish for me. Now this guy was a friar chaya. It's like amazing to me. He was so far removed from anything. I would think if my friend asked me to do that, even if he was my friend, so please do me a favor, say Kaddish for me. I'd arrange it that day. I've arranged Kaddish for a lot of people who had no possibility to say Kaddish for them, you know, for all year. Did you think I listened? Tell me the story. I didn't listen. I ignored it. So what? But from that story, I heard the importance of a Kaddish even to a person who's suffering in the next world. Who's really going through a difficult time. If you say a Kaddish for them, that Kaddish could elevate the Neshama and could assist them greatly. So let us take the Kaddish seriously. And if you know of somebody who died and no one's saying Kaddish for him, to arrange it. I remember reading an amazing story 
When Abchayim Oizer Grodzinski, the Vilna Rav died, he left nobody behind to sit Shiva for him or to say Kaddish for him. So, can you imagine that? He had no children, and no wife, no children. And you know who arranged the Shiva? You know who arranged the Avelis for him? My Rebbe's brother, Rebbe Fall Halevi Soloveitchik. He was a young teenager then. A young teenager. He arranged the shiva in his house for seven days that people should sit there and davim yonim and say kadishri. It's a pretty big schuss. So if you have the opportunity, don't let it slip through your fingers. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.